We're going to just summarize for the first few minutes our synthetic tzitzis sugya. With just going to the last paragraph in the tzitzis on page seven. And afterwards, we will begin the new subtopic. So, as we saw in the last few nights, Machalikas and others, whether or not it's the short Potter, Ramesha is pretty convinced it's Potter and Abachal Batala. The truth from Sturmach last night, which is interesting on many levels, was talking about a store owner who wanted to know if he could sell the stuff. Is it Lifna Iver? And he said, no, for up to nine years old, not bad. The goods for our wise kosher legamre. But again, not a slam dunk, if you'll use the expression, without getting into chukosayim issues with our Ben Ahil Shita. Uh, if that's a, uh, somebody asked me the other day, can you use a rule of thumb? I said, it happens to be we didn't cover it. Where does it come from? He says, very strange. Don't ask. So, um... <laughs> Yes, uh, the Rabbeinu Hillel that we discussed a year and a half ago just said you can't use any like hip expressions and Goyish things and besides sounding too Goyish it's probably because a lot of them have very strange sources so uh, Slam Dunk is a, so, a basket Slam Dunk at least, at least has a shot yeah that's <laughs> just uh, it, takes, it takes two to tango uh, yeah that never sounded good even without any research <laughs> by the way but he, t- he asked me about it. there are people you know who's still getting up to Hukosem Shir a year and a half ago so he asked me about rule of thumb and then he asked me about the whole nine yards I said I thought that was from football he said obviously I haven't been playing recently <laughs> Taka, there's no, there's no nine yards. What? It's the kilt. Nine yards is the kilt material. Yeah, that has nothing to do with football. No. Uh, Yeah, that's a strange source. Anyway, I always like to at least a little chazar once every year and a half, but uh, Rabbeinu Hillel holds it just, it's not that it might have a nefarious uh, source. It's just that it doesn't sound like you're using all their expressions. Anyway, so we'll pretend I didn't say that. Uh, Lamaisa, the issue over here is that even those that argue, some argue straight out and say they think it's fine, but I picked the ones in the middle to show you that even those who like Ramesh's Havamina Vesvar of Achillik and would go with it uh, for Katanim or maybe Gedalim or Yoshaz Dachak it's not a Dover Parsha. It's all that's in the same category. After the entire Shaka Vataya, he brings Ramesh, he likes his Chilik, but the last paragraph is telling. Go to page 7 again, the bottom paragraph, Isaiah. Kolam or Nira. The big day nylon He thinks it's more naita that it would be chayav. Certainly, when it's not a sheet, then you made it into threads and then made it a weave. One thing's for sure: if you have abakanfis put on tzitzis, because he holds it's enough of a suffix. But he doesn't, the next line, he doesn't therefore say you should put it on the chachila. Karav gam levadai shavlag geruim hei mesharimim chutz mitzemer pishin. Like the Ramah, he thinks it's the same as sharpagodim. Like the sheet of the Ramah that achayev. Befrak esharugin. Ach, l'inyin bracha. However, we have another clause, savik brachas lahakal. Kadai shalavarach alayim. That's not exactly a sterling haskama on wearing them. He says, yeah, they're probably good. Very good svarah, but don't make a bracha. Brochus, I ain't makfus, the brochus never makfus for the mitzvah, and certainly not the Isra over here if you put an arba confus of synthetic and don't put tzitzis on. Mutav yeser, kishakasha, lulbush, talis, kachal, samer. If you really can't handle the wool, lulbush, sharminim, lotzes, biad, ramah. 
So the Ashkenazim Shapesik Vesiv Tes Vesimetes Falaf Tikulu Chayv Midaraisa. So cotton is better. They have lightweight cotton. They have lightweight walls out there also, and it's not that much cooler. That's what he's pointing out. The Mitzias is such. It's the air conditioning is more psychological. Uh, the cotton breathes and it's uh, fine. I think the wool is fine for anybody who has air conditioning in their car, but uh, not everybody uh, you know sweats as much as the next fellow, and you have to know where you live and what you can handle. But he says, try cotton first. The kulu chayim deraisa, the Rama holds all chayim deraisa, meaning cotton, not just some repetition. This last line I found interesting. I'm not sure. It's Israel Tatter. Uh, depends which alum you survey. Most B'nai Teres only in the winter, I think, are wearing wool. And many of them are wearing it in the summer. And can't criticize somebody's wearing cotton if he's an Ashkenazi because Rama passes is all deraisa. And it happens to be that those who follow the Goyen Ben, Lahokabe Lahachmer, as we mentioned, Dafka wear cotton. So there's a whole terror behind that also. But Lamaisa, you certainly can't criticize somebody. You could suggest if it doesn't make a difference to them, why not go with the Sheet of the Machaber? As we started with, if you're trying to mach yourself into a Sheet that holds his Daraisa, might as well go with as many Sheetas as possible. That is a Sharia law. I didn't bring it up this time. I'll mention it once you're asking. There are those who wanted to say that that's not a Begib, because it's too holy. Sounds funny as a soundbite. Um, there's a Shita in Sukkah. We started discussing this over Sukkah. this past Sukkah? Because somebody called about a Shaila about a net. He had a net over his Sukkah. He called me first day Chalamoid. And he just was double-checking, which is a good thing he did, because everybody in his neighborhood was doing it. He lives in an area that's very hot, and once in a while has a scare with mosquitoes. So he's there, but he's doing it, and I want Ezekiel, even though it's not a problem right now. And he was just calling, he sent me a picture of like the thing was like such a large net, it was like folded over a few times. It's, it's overlapping. I said, I'm glad you asked. Overlapping doesn't bother me, it's the net. And he didn't know, and I couldn't find out yet. It came in the mail today, by the way. I did get a sample, so I'll bring it to you. Maybe we'll even show it tomorrow in the shear. You have to know how tight the net is and how thick the string is. Basically, is it amid movable or paris or paris movable or amid? You have more holes than that's where the shaila for schach, if it's uh, right over your schach and it's protecting you, it's machaz yashayna, but I wouldn't make a bracha. So now, chatchila, I said, you're that worried about Ziki? He said, no, I just thought it wasn't a problem at all. I said, that's not true. If the, it's, it's true if there is more hole than string, but I have to examine your particular thing, and they make all sorts of different. Uh, Models and if it's more string, then you have an issue. If you put something there for your protection, is there any value to it? Some Risham say yes, but the Machaber is a Stamay Yisham, we certainly should make a Brocha. So I, I asked the company uh, to send me a sample, and I wasn't going to do it at first because that often is Geneva if you have no intention of buying. So, and they, most companies only sell like 100 yards. So I thought about it, and I realized that, no, if uh, they actually have something that is uh, uh, more air, more holes, then I would actually give them business, and the next guy called me in the net, I would tell them a place to buy. So they did, I did ask him for a sample, and it came in the mail today, as a matter of fact. So uh, I plan on bringing it in. You examine it and figure out. You have to really look at it very closely, and, uh, and then maybe call the company and ask them uh, what their specs are, but they don't, you can't really look up their specs just like that, because most people aren't calling with Shaila's army removal of parts for a So, getting back to your tzitzis, so some want to say that 
this way it's worse. If it's paris mubalama, if you have more airspace than string, then maybe that's not called a begin. In Hilchaschach, there's a shita the Bacho holds as lovid lahachmer, which means if your sukkah's under a clothesline, this is a very common shayla, especially in Yisrael. And the clothesline is a rope, a rope, a rope, which is puzzle stock in the bottom. And if you say lovid lahumra, then it's like the whole thing's filled in, and now your schach is under another ceiling, which is a problem. We don't really pass like that. We bet some hold. We don't say lovid lahumra, only lakula. And we try to avoid it, but make it then we don't pass like the Bach. So over here, some argue it's, 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 it's a normal beg is not like that per your question. Others say if it's within love, it obviously it's going to be uh, a mesh. Like, why not? Well, what's the problem? So, by schach, you have to look is it more pulse schach than airspace or not? That's going to take examining the particular sample that you're trying to use. But, Lamaisa, that's not the biggest problem there. Those who bring that up, but that's not the biggest problem. Once we're on it, since we're leaving Titus and not going to be back for a while, there are those of Ataina on the very popular undershirt Titus, which they have today. The, the old Taina, the first came out with it, it had a number of Gilgulim. The first time they came out with it, there were buttons going up and snaps. They're worried that maybe it's not open enough, you know, Barbara Compass. Okay, but now they, Akshadura, they have one, 51% up, and unlike the Kapata, Prince Albert, probably was an anti-Semite, and he made the, the vent in the kapota like just hovering over 49.50, so it's a mamash of Suffolk, and I have to start rounding out my corner. That's where that came from. Otherwise, I would sit this and the dregs on the ground. looks kind of funny. So over here, they had the problem the other way. We're trying to be mechaev, you would sit this. So you want the vent, you want the thing to be open. So now they have ones, they took care of that as a shayla, if you snap it, with a butt, not button, but most of them are coming out today are Okay. Uh, the issue raised, which is not a silly question, is this mamish big day zaya. It's clear the Jews used to work in sweatshops and Jews used to work on farms and many of them were from, and the old days they were all from, and they all worked on farms and they sweated all day. That doesn't pot you from tzitzis. A beged is a beged and you sweat. But some of the time over here is mamish, like an undershirt, is mamish big day zaya and it's not bakavadik and it might be worse than maybe it's not a shame beged. That's a, that's a good shayla. I don't think it's possible based on that, but that's the other issue. Well, the war was in Arba countries. In the yes, that's what I'm saying. Before the cotton gin, this stuff was expensive. So, yes, so of course they sweated. and They weren't wearing any undershirts because sure. they didn't wear many layers. That's clear, yes. yes. So, so that's an interesting kind of, you're putting it on and you're, you're having a regular shirt, that's what we all do, but it's mamish only big days there. But it's not, some people misunderstand that. Somebody once called me, as I have in my safer, I think about sits not taking it off during ball playing, and somebody called me once and says, no, he tells everybody to take it off, it's a bizayan. I said, bizayan? Did your grandfather work in a sweatshop? He didn't know, but somebody did. <laughs> of course they sweat, that's not a bizayan. You get it dirty, you're working, you wear sits when you work. So you can't wear it when you play ball. But the problem is over here, it's an undershirt. That's, it's a level lower, and, you know, I hear the taina, but not enough to puzzle. But just to round out the sugyum, round out the sugyum is a good pun. Uh, you should take something, and uh, whenever there's a shayla, that's what I do with the kapata. But it's not enough to puzzle, and most of these are for kids. I don't think adults are wearing them. But anybody here, well, you wouldn't admit it anyway. Uh, they don't make those for adults, they make those for kids, no? Well, what's your... Uh, what, they have for adults now also? Working in sweatshops? Okay. And they're not wearing nothing over it. That's their whole shirt. And, yeah, and it's more sport material than like an undershirt. As in nylon and rayon? And that's synthetic? 
<laughs> okay, well, you can listen to last night to my prayer, but you just heard the Moscana. Okay, so this is very nagay in the sugya, as we see, but they have, we're always trying to reinvent the wheel, and we have all sorts of... Again, the theme here is when you can, we're trying to be machs yourself into a vatechiv. That's the theme over here. I'm not going to tell you can't you can't flag somebody running a marathon. No, that's also a strange thing to use for a marathon. But anyway, you can't fl- you can't tie on somebody's. Technically, is he allowed to take it off? I can't say it's awesome. But I wouldn't make a bracha if it's synthetic. That's the problem. What? Also, get it full of paint. You're, we're all very American. We work in very pristine environments and offices. They, they used to work in fields. They used to well, work it. in let's shops. Say, and You know, they used to make ink. It's one of the sherm I'm thinking of uh, putting on the roster. Or what what we make, uh, what we use uh, for chillin and mezuzahs. It's an interesting sugya that the the ink trade. They used to ink was made out of soot. I, I assume the people producing this stuff got all black. You know, that people used to work in around chimneys. It, it's just, uh, there weren't too many death jobs in the 1400s. So, it's like, you know, of course they, they got dirty and they asked him, Mr. Dick, if that possible, remember the person called me, it was like 50 years ago, he says, no, it's Mamish Asr to wear. I said, Asr to wear. I says, Asr to wear tzitzis during sports playing. Here I wrote a whole together. He's telling it's Mamish Fakir. I said, I humbly disagree. Mamish, ridiculous. It's not, there's nothing wrong with wearing it. And it's, I don't tell the Bachman it's a school to win. Because if I tell them that and then they lose, then I tell them, no, you lost Mamisha Kapara. It's Kavaldic. So whichever way you win, win or lose, you win. Uh, yes, yes, so thank you. That, that will round out our sugi as well. This uh, young man told me he was learning with you in South Holzman? No, he learned with us. I was learning with him in South And here, where was he? And he, he was in camp at the time, but he was the only boy in Edison. Okay, so there was a, but there was a Yeshiva Bachar here in America, Mamish Maisenisim who never took off its scissors for anything, and all the Bachram knew this, this was his thing, and what, he was in a, he was in a car accident, and when he was in the hospital, they came to visit him, and he was in bad shape, and his Rebbe came, and I guess in the hospital, they wouldn't know, they took off his scissors, and who was Rabbi Asenisim said, he says, first thing, put on his scissors, he was in a, he was in a coma at the time? Yeah, yeah, and they, they put it on, and the rest was history. He recovered fully. So, Tzitzis is a shmirah, besides the, he besides the mitzvah de Reise. He said his name, you know. Okay, okay. So, it's a famous uh, story. So, Gavaldik, that's a great way to end the sugya. And with that, speaking of heebie-jeebies and um, all sorts of inyanam alpinister, the next sugya is uh, a very big sugya and fascinating and complex. Uh, people want to know when we get into the boring sugyas. We have another 60 years. There's enough... Uh, Terror is always interesting. You just have to... They have to learn it up. So this next sugya was actually inspired in my mind from Parshas Noah, Parshas Lech Lecha, and Parshas Chayisara. And we might be on it till Veir or Boy or further, but um, we'll stay at it until we get it clear or understand that we're not going to get it clear because part of this is halacha, <coughs> with serious Yisrael the races, and part of it is bitachan, and part of it is ashkafa, part of it is kabbalah, a blend of all of them. So let me give the introduction now. Uh, the... Um, so the Mechazasha points this out, and maybe there are one or two other ones, but the three main times that we're familiar with where the Pasuk in Chumash mentions the word Tamim is where? Well, two of them will be familiar to you. What's in Parshish Nayach? It's kind of like top building. So it says Sadik Tamim. Okay. And then you jump to later on, Tamim to you, which is what we're 
that's going to be the sugya. And there's one in Rosh Lacha. Well, well, yeah, Tamim. It's uh, I was looking for uh, Reir, right? Uh, I was each time. What Salach Lafanai? So, what? What does Tamim mean? So it's a, it's a fascinating question to start with because I threw this out to somebody a few days ago. Somebody walked into my uh, my studies. I was uh, I was preparing and. I said, what does the Tom mean to you? So the first thing he said, and I guess, understandably, he said, well, Tom, that's a pretty derogatory. Uh, Arbabonim? <laughs> so I said, yeah, not that one. <laughs> so uh, it's the same sherish. Usually it's positive. Over there, we look at the guy. As, uh, you call somebody, this used to be a compliment, by the way, and we should bring it back. And you say, the guy's a Tamimistika guy. That's supposed to be a compliment, by the way. I once made the mistake of mentioning his mailus by a fellow who's calling me for shidduch information. In life, you try to make mistakes once and never again. Because I don't know that's why he didn't go with it, but um, she's looking for a sharp guy with, you know, out there, life of the Bible. To me, mystic a guy, is that like uncomfortably close to being a Tom? It wasn't. The guy was a very smart guy. Uh, to me, mystic is a compliment. It's, the guy is wholesome. But for some reason, strangely enough, uh, things get a bad press. And, uh, but it shouldn't. We should bring it back. Tamimah's dick is gewaldic. That means not only is he a tzaddik and a chacham and sharp and everything like that, uh, but he's also very wholesome and he has bitachan and he doesn't... Uh, but um, that's part of what the sugi is about. So you mentioned the Pasuk, Tamimtiyem Hashem Alekechem, which we're going to spend a long time trying to decipher what the parameters are. But before we get there... It has to be good if Hashem's asking you to be a Tamim with Hashem in your relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So let's work our way backwards. What does it mean by Tzadik is a pretty good compliment? Ellie, we were discussing this on Shabbos. Right? Uh, tzadik and a Tamim. The word is obviously complimenting the first word, Tzadik. And the Tamim Pashtus in Nayak's context, and I'll, I'll explain it, and in certainly Avram's context, is a person who is Tamim has a lot of bitachon amuna and doesn't ask for answers all the time and doesn't always wonder what's going on and have tainas and thinking about what a kosh baruch is doing. So the first class example is going to be Noyach. Despite the fact that well, you're all going to ask, so I will, I will, amidst Hashem, take care of it, that Rashi says that Noyach was mekatane amuna. Because it started raining and then it started pouring. And he still didn't get to the table until it was so bad he had to get in. So let's talk of the pshat. Because uh, Tzadik Tamim is about the biggest compliment you can get. He was a gadol of der, and a gadol of uh, many deris until Avram Avinu. And he's still a gadol, just Avram Avinu uh, accomplished more. He had tremendous bitochen. You have to have a lot of bitochen if you're going to, first of all, receive an avua and not assume that you were hearing things. And then bite the bullet and face ridicule and, and a lot of dangerous people who want to kill you and smash up your teva and do that for 120 years. And then get to a teva for 12 months, we discussed this over Shabbos. It was grueling, and that's an understatement. It was dangerous, they needed the safer of us, and he was coughing and bleeding when he got out. At one time, a minute late, and the lion almost took him apart. It was a very difficult avoda. You need a lot of bitachin for that. You have to be a tamim. To be a tzaddik, you have to be a tamim. That... I don't know why, I don't know I was picked, I don't know what the cheshman here, the world's being destroyed. The most depressing thing you could possibly live through, which Mr. Jan, nobody here will ever live through, is being around when the world's getting destroyed and 
the good news is you're the only one not being destroyed. The bad news is life as you know it is ending. And the most depressing thing after that is when you finally get out and you open the Teva, people ask me over Shabbos, like, why did he get drunk? I said, why did he get drunk? Shabbos, why did he get more drunk? It was a tain on his madrega only. What you open up the teva and everything's gone. There's a wasteland, not a blade of grass. Nobody's there. You know how depressing that is. The chiddush is why it didn't happen again because he was noyach. So he made it one mistake as a medrash. The satan got involved and he didn't realize it was like eighty proof instead of like twenty proof. And the satan got okay. It was a so his madrega was a tain. Otherwise, uh, the gemara just says that yayin was never for Murray nefesh. And that's like, if it's ever a good time for a drink, it's when you come out of the table and the world's gone. I would probably give them out. I don't know if I'd have, but uh, um, it's certainly understandable. So we're talking about immense bitachah. That's what Tamim means. He didn't ask any kasha, didn't have any kasha, didn't have any tainas. Amavinu, certainly, tendisianus. And he's working for Akash Baruch Hu, so to speak, and he's trying his best, and he gets thrown into fiery furnaces, and everybody's starting up with him, and he has to leave home, and it's, it's one disaster after the next. So what is the Pasuk? So there are a number of Pshatim, and they're not a steer to each other. One is this introduction that you're almost perfect. The only thing you're missing is you're still in Aru. You're about to father Yitzchak Avinu and start Klai Yisrael, uh, do a Brismila, which was an Isaiah, and Isaiah for the ridicule, for the pain, and, and Hashem was saying you need one more Tikkun to be complete. Tamim is incomplete. The second Pshat is, Nagei to Asugya, is that Avmavinu, and I'm just going to throw this out, there's something to think about, one of the many things we're going to have to answer. Avmavinu was uh, not doing Avodazar, obviously, been many years since he figured that out, and he was convincing the whole world to wean them away from it. And yet, when Akash Baruch came to him with the news, and he said, you're going to have a child, Avmavinu said, how can I have a child? It says, Beferish in the stars, and the stars are never off, if you know how to read them. It says, Beferish, that I can't have any children. And either can Sari Mena. Both of which were true, by the way. Aim la aim, excuse me, but it wasn't Shaykh. It wasn't Shaykh, it's not possible. And he was much older, we had Yishmael already, he's much older. And but Sari Mena, not Shaykh. So Akash didn't say, Why are you reading the stars? We all remember the answer. What's the answer? Say, Mesagliya Shokha. He says, you're 100% correct. He says, forget about the um, astrology and the stargazing. I'm going to move Kim over here and I'll put this one over here and put that over here and I'm going to switch things around with Nes Nigla. And Amos uh, Yisrael, basically, the oldest version thereof. And don't worry, it's, we're going to make it happen because you have Schusim. So Hayyeh Samim is Halav Hayyeh Samim is, is even when, I'm going to use the short version now because it needs a lot more explanation, even assuming astrology is mutter, which is not so pushit, but let's assume Abba is keeping all the mitzvahs before Mount Terry already. So he kept Erev Tavshil, he kept this also. So what is he quoting the stars for? Why did he bring up the question? Even if he knew it from before when he didn't know it was us or when he wasn't keeping all the mitzvahs, why is he bringing it up now? Pashas could be that there's certain chachma built into the Bria, and that's not usr, but once your machadesh, tam and tea is a high madrega, even kishuf and the like, that's not usr. I'm using kishuf as an example, kishuf is always usr. This type of crystal ball is not usr, you're not to read the stars. Tam and tea, salafan is just trust and you have a nevuah, good kasha, and we're going to figure it out. And that's why this puzzle was said before, it was to answer Amavino's kasha. 
But the answer wasn't that Chachma's wrong. The answer wasn't that you're imagining things, you're read it wrong, the answer you're 100% right, but uh, things can happen. And we're going to have a lot of that with this, like the Empire, where they saw things and stargazing is not 100%. Navu is. Unless people do true as a Navu, Laron, I could switch. And the Chatim Empire, like, sort of almost got it right. Laron, Ege, Penechen, going to be blood in the Midbar, and there was going to be blood, and it was supposed to be after Chet Egel. And Rachman Islam, that would have been a disaster. Moshe Rabbeinu Davin, their way out of it. And there was Makuya with the blood of the Brismila. So it's uh, almost accurate. They said that the Mashiach and Shiyasol was born, better throw everybody into the Nile. And they did, and as soon as his basket hit the water, they said, okay, it's been Makuyim. So it's not 100%, but we would give a lot of money if it were Mutter to have access to an 80% shot. You do 80% shot, by the way, with the market, you're going to be in very good shape. But uh, the art has largely been lost, and anybody who knows doesn't talk, and anybody who talks doesn't know, one of those. But the question is, is it mutter? It's just not preferred? So now the question is, how do you work with Tamim Tia, and how do, you, how do you take the things that are instant to write? So what's Asr? There are two or three main Gemaras. We're going to learn the Sugiyas of Mitzvah Shem. Go to the Rishonim and try to figure out uh, what the answer to all the stiras are. And in this context, yeah. Whatever it is that was Megala, the, the, the future. Yes, the question and is, should you be looking? Yes. In other words, when, when you know, or whatever you think you know, okay. you know otherwise, so then tell me to you, but not. Okay, so it's interesting you said that because one of the many, many sources we're going to see, and uh, some of it's going to overlap, but to get this clear, we're going to have to work a little bit, is the Ramban says something to the effect of what you're raising is that. Hashem, in the context of Sukkim, it says that all the Gayim are going to be merish their land, and they do Kishuf and Ma'in and Mechashif and all these things. You, Tomit you don't need that. You have Anabi, you have an Urbatumim. So, what do you need that nonsense for, even if it's not technically usher, like palm reading or the like? We'll get to all these. That's why I said it's a, it's a very interesting mix of uh, Halacha, Hashkafa, and some interesting uh, stuff which I don't want you to try at home. Uh, so, what if you're in Gullus and you don't have that? So the answer is, what's well, Asr is going to remain Asr, obviously. We know what the bottom line is going to be. The question is, uh, why? Why is not Akasha part of the punishment of the Golas? It's called Hester Panim. Not, not to the Kasha. But yes, the Pasik does insinuate that L'Chatrilo and things are going well. The reason you don't need this is because you have better sources. Just attach yourself to Akash Baruch. He'll give you a Nevi'im. He'll give you a Tumim. He'll give you the information. He'll give you a Rechakesh. He'll give you a Chalimus. And you'll have all the information you need. And you don't need to come on to this stuff which is either black magic and usher or not squeaky clean. The question is, what's the difference? Mitzvah Shem, tomorrow we will begin to sugyu.